welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com my name is abhishek and this issue's cover is on one of india's leading cult brands which in recent times has had a massive following royal enfield the bike which can scale the mountainous terrain of ladakh and spiti uh, itself is going through some rocky times and uh, joining me on the call to talk about it all is uh, the cover story author uh, forbes india's rajiv singh hi rajiv Hi Abhishek. Uh, Rajiv, we've been used to, you know, reading news about Royal Enfield in only one dimension that it is a brand which is, you know, sweared or swore by a few aficionados, but that has changed in the last decade or so. You can spot far more Royal Enfield, particularly classic 350 and 500 on the roads. What is this cover story about? You know, the first thing that I would like to mention is uh, there are only two two possibilities. either you love royal enfield or hate of royal enfield but you can't ignore royal enfield this is what has happened over the last decade or so it has got a magical turn around story everybody knows about it interestingly over the last 5 months sales have you know have been sliding it started with a very you know 1% growth in october last october november it was down by 6% december it was down by 13% january this year again down by 7% followed by 14% and march it fell by as much as 20% so it it has hit you know some kind of uh, speed breaker and there are a couple of reasons for this the biggest reason is that royal enfield's top market happens to be kerala after the devastating kerala flood last year the market is yet to come back the other big markets for royal enfield are maharashtra goa karnataka so usually royal enfield have always had you know followers and buyers in states that had high per capita income but you know story has been going wrong in the top 4 5 states for royal enfield other states that has always been laggards are trying to compensate for that loss for example 5 years back uttar pradesh didn't account for uh, even a very small percent of royal enfield sales now it has become the state with the second most uh, selling ari bikes but the problem which is in my opinion hurting most is that royal enfield has been banking heavily on classic 350 more than 70% of re sales come from classic 350 now you can very well imagine how how much uh, reliance re is placing on this model which hasn't seen any big upgrade over last one decade so there is a brand fatigue what are some of the new models and how have they been received after the you know hot selling uh, re 350 that you mentioned classic so see they recently launched twins and twins has been doing fabulously well in terms of exports so since the launch of 650 twins the exports have increased 650 is primarily a bike meant for export market so the idea of siddharth lal is that he think that eventually people who are using 350 would upgrade to 650 in india that's going to happen but that will take time if if you look at the success of ari bikes one of the primary reasons for success was that a leisure bike to begin with transformed into a commuter bike people never used ari to commute but they started doing it over the last 5 years so a parallel can be drawn with suv suvs were not meant to be driven every day suvs were largely for a leisure thing and weekend ride so people started using suv like any other commuter four wheeler So this explains the success of Royal Enfield. It became a mass brand when it became a commuter bike. Right, and uh, he also mentions, I think, somewhere in the story you write that uh, he would like to take 350 cc as the new normal uh, among bikers. It's it's an ambitious goal, but is that what he 
wants to do it's absolutely possible abhishek and this is what indian market and globally also people are upgrading let's talk about indian market only see initially when royal enfield started its journey the consumers used to buy royal enfield were not the first time buyers they were upgrading from a 100 cc or a 150 cc or a 180 cc they are bypassing that evolutionary phase from 100 to 150 to 180 and then to 350 now directly they are going either from 100 to 350 or first time buyers are buying 350 your story suggests that 1/6 of all buyers of royal enfield are first time buyers which is a pretty decent sum that's precisely the reason why you see people are so excited about java the category that java is entering is exactly the same category where royal enfield dominates how does mr lawr respond to the predictable questions about competition whether it's triumph java harley davidson not at the price band that the average bikes on these among these brands sell but when we talk about premium segment bikes you know to be to be fair to him people have tried entering into a segment 350 cc and then trying to take a share of the market over the last 10 years so many bike makers from bajaj to honda to other guys have tried in that but nobody has been successful and that precisely explains why siddharth lal is not worried about competition at this time though he is not taking competition he has never taken competition lightly but it is not you know losing his sleep over a new bike coming into the segment and then the market reacting hysterical about the new bike so what is he losing his sleep over what what, what concerns him today he is very patient he is saying that the 5 months decline that re has seen is a temporary phase and he hopes that it's not a long term thing and and if you look at the success of ari uh, abhishek they have been a very patient company they have always been believed in a long term game if you look at their the money that they have in the cash books they have a debt of hardly it's not even 200 crores that, that they have a debt and they have a huge amount of cash on the on, on their books this gives them a comfort level to play a long term innings over the next few quarters what i foresee is the market is not see because of the uncertainty of uh, election whether there it would be a stable government or not so next two quarters i would see i would say that the uncertainty would be there definitely towards the end of the year things might stabilize another another reason that has hurt re is substantial increase in the cost of the bike because of the mandatory mandatory uh, insurance thing cost of the inputs raw material then abs and the emission norms upgrade you know almost 25000 is what every re bike has seen an increase in the price which is massive uh, how does uh, uh, mr lal and his team plan to recover from this you write that the panic button is still far from being pressed so i i would reckon three things are happening simultaneously one is that there recently there has been a leadership change they have got a new uh, chief executive officer who takes care of the india operation which gives much room for siddharth lal to focus on overseas market which actually is the vision and the target of re now to become a global brand from being an indian brand second factor which works uh, for the timing in favor of re is that a couple of years back only a very small low double digit numbers of sales were coming from emis now more than 50% of re sales are coming from emis that tells you a story that banks and other nbfc and other players are very willing to you know finance the entire thing so finance has been a behind the scene success story for ari third is ari has been opening a dealership in smaller towns you know it's penetrating deeper into the india metros are saturated now it's the time to go deeper into the hinterland 
that precisely explains why you know places like up madhya pradesh bihar are doing fabulously well for us so if it's losing in the mature market it's hoping that the other less penetrated market tries to evens out and balance out the entire thing last one rajiv what places did you have to visit for reporting what kind of bikers did you get a chance to speak with is the brand appeal among those despite the fatigue still up there so i uh, met siddharth lal in goa and, and for reporting i went to goa and uh, mathura in uttar pradesh and then koshi kalan which is again a few kilometers from mathura you know that bike gaining that cult status back in up it's very interesting the cult status it got in the mature market over the last 10 years was known thing this bike differentiates men from boys you know boys love thrill speed ari is not about speed and thrill it's about you know enjoying the ride you know if if you if you go back a couple of years back i think a decade back the bike was much associated with you know baddies like uh, somebody who is who, who is uh, maybe a criminal or or maybe uh, you know somebody from uh, the lawyer community or a police community so all these guys used to have this ari it's interesting that you put criminals and lawyers in the same bracket <laughs> No, 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 no offense, man. Yeah, yeah. Another interesting trend which is happening, Abhishek, and you must notice that there are many women riders of Ari, which was not the trend a couple of years back, and which again tells you the story why Ari is optimistic about broad basing of its user profile. Women have taken to Ari, which is a positive thing for the brand. Right. So not all doom and gloom. Uh, Rajiv, thanks a lot for your time uh, on on this one, and would love to hear or ra- uh, read a follow up story a couple of years down the line, if not sooner, on this one. <laughs> Thanks a lot Avishek great talking to you great thanks and and all your listeners uh, you can find this podcast on forbesindia.com and on iTunes and to have someone call you for a forbes india subscription message forbes to 51818